Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 13, the season finale, titled Persona Non Grata. Okay, this is a fantastic season finale. I love this episode so freaking much. It just delivers mic drop after mic drop after God damn mic drop and ends this section of the story, this brilliant section of the story, on such a high note. It's so, so good. So, of course, the driving force of this finale uh, is the end of the Williams storyline. We're sort of wrapping that up, and oh boy, do they uh, go out with a bang on this one. So, this episode begins, William's preparing to make the handoff of this one, uh, bioweapon virus deal to Philip. He's walking along, as, uh, Stan and Adderholt and the FBI are following him. He realizes that Stan and Adderholt and the FBI are following him. And then he just runs the hell away as soon as he can. And you get this epic, epic chase. And even before that, like, it's incredibly tense because you don't know if they're going to discover William or not, if they're going to take William or not, uh, if they'll by proxy discover Philip. And then when that chase happens, your heart's just, like, pounding, like, oh, no, are they going to catch him? Uh, Is William going to end up leading them to Philip? Are the Jennings going to end their operation because of this idiot? And then, as he's just about to be captured, William makes a choice that I have always been blown away by. He takes the vial, smashes it into his hand, and infects himself with this virus. Rather than being taken and being interrogated and roughed up and just generally having a bad time, he takes a virus that will liquefy his organs so that A, they won't be as hard on him, and B, he's got a timer and he just has to wait it out and not say anything. Uh, It's a really admirable decision on his part, quite frankly. I've always been impressed with William for doing that and also kind of sad about it because... I like William. 
William's a good dude, and now he's gonna have his organs liquefied. That's no fun. So, William gets captured. They have to take him to this special unit of the hospital. Meanwhile, Philip sees that William missed the drop, uh, missed the handoff, and then he missed the alternate. So now Gabriel's like, okay, yeah, they have him. And we don't know what he's going to say. We don't know the details of this. We just know that they almost certainly have him. Hey, uh, you guys thought about, you know, leaving the country anytime soon, going back to Russia? You ever thought about it? Well, maybe now is the time to do that. Just saying. Like, we get this paranoia lasting the entire episode that almost leads to Philip and Elizabeth jumping the gun and getting the F out of there. But, of course, that doesn't happen because we have two more seasons of this goddamn show. Uh, so, while this paranoia is happening, while this freakout is happening, William is in this unit of the hospital, basically waiting to die. Not even getting treatment, just flat out waiting to die. He even says at one point, when Stan asks uh, if they can make him comfortable, he's like, yeah, there's nothing you can do to make me comfortable. Everything inside of me is about to be outside of me, and it's going to be real bad. It's going to be real painful. By definition, this is not something I can be comfortable during. And I love that in the midst of all this, Stan and Adderholt, they show some humanity. Instead of just saying... I don't care if you're going to die. You're going to tell me everything we need to know. Instead of that, they show a gentler hand with William. Uh, They ask him questions not about what he knows, but about what his life was like. And they show, like I said, they show humanity. They show empathy. Uh, They actually try to make him comfortable. They actually try to treat him like a person and not the enemy. Because this is a disease that no one should have to be exposed to. This is a pathogen that no one should have to be exposed to. And they realize that, so they take this gentler approach. And goddamn... Props to Dylan Baker, who was great throughout this entire season, but really shines in this episode. He is absolutely extraordinary in his final appearance in this show. He has some amazing monologues. He just chews up the scenery every moment of this episode and delivers some phenomenal moments. Like, he makes the most of his final moments with this character and does so much just at the back end. He's awesome in this episode, uh, especially in his monologue about how lonely he is. Like, he delivers that with such, 
gravitas, such emotion, such pain. Like, he sells it so freaking perfectly. By the way, uh, I also... <laughs> I totally forgot to mention this. But at one point, Adderholt asks William if he wants a Coke. And William, knowing the absurdity of this question, just starts laughing. <laughs> like, he cannot contain himself. Because he just went on this entire monologue about how nothing can make him comfortable. His organs are about to be liquefied and shot out of his orifices. He's about to go through the most painful thing in the world. And Adderholt's response to this is... You want a Coke? <laughs> like, it's so absurd. And William just breaks down laughing. It's a great moment. I love it. Uh, but in the midst of all of this, his last little monologue, and I saved this for last for a reason. He talks about uh, how the center wanted him to be married. And how he did have a wife at one point, but then she left and went back to Russia, presumably. And he wishes he could be married. He wishes that he could have made that work. Like them. They're very lucky. They have a couple kids, a nice house, the American dream. She's pretty. He's lucky. You'd never suspect them. So while not flat out saying their names, he just gave all the bullet point information on the Jennings! I mean, obviously broad strokes, so it doesn't exactly narrow it down, at least not a whole lot, but... Ah! <laughs> he came so close! He came like just an inch away from flat out telling Stan Beeman, hey, your neighbors are Russian spies! Okay, it is at this point that I need to tell a story about the time I first watched this finale. So, this is super embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> so, when I watched this episode, it was as it was airing on FX. It was late at night, I was the only one awake in the apartment. So I was alone, the lights were down, blah, 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 blah. And I was in recliner, fully reclined. Just sitting back and enjoying this goddamn show. And I was holding my phone in one hand. Watching this William monologue. Watching him talk about the wife he once had. And I was like, okay, this is great. Uh, Dylan Baker is doing an amazing job with this monologue. Uh, this is a really sad moment for a character that 
I've come to enjoy, for a character I've come to care about, uh, for a character I've been very entertained by this past season. Uh, this is great. This is awesome. And then... The mic drop happens, and William starts talking about the Jennings without actually talking about the Jennings. And at this moment, in shock, I believe I had my arm up, like, kind of in this awkward position. Like, my arms just, like, up because I'm just fully relaxed and contorting myself weirdly. I sit in recliners weird is what I'm saying. So I throw my arm down just as an involuntary reaction to the shock of this moment. Where he talks about the Jennings without actually talking about the Jennings. And comes an inch away from flat out telling Stan Beeman your neighbors are Russian spies. I throw my arm down as an involuntary reaction. Not remembering that my phone is in my hands. And my arm was in a position where when I threw it down, my phone just happened to line up quite perfectly with my testicles. You can fill in the blanks from there. Uh, I was in so much pain (laughs) the rest of the episode. I literally, I just... Hit myself full blast in the balls with my phone because of this goddamn monologue was so great and such a huge mic drop moment where they got so close to blowing up everything. And I have carried that story around with me. Uh, To my knowledge, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly... No other show has made me hit myself on the balls with my phone. <laughs> it's only the Americans. The Americans has the prestige position of being the only show in my entire life to force me to hit myself very hard in the balls with my phone. It caused so much pain, but it was worth it. I am not happy that I told that story, in all honesty. I should have kept that to myself. (laughs) Oh, this is so embarrassing. Uh, What's also a great creative choice on the part of this episode, William very much dies. Like, you're given all the information you need to know that in this episode, William dies. It just happens off screen. But it's just that. It happens off screen. They don't feel the need to have that cliche moment of beep, 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 beep. Like they don't feel the need to put that in there. They're just like, yeah, he's got a disease that will liquefy his organs. Also, Stan, after spending a shit ton of time at the hospital, just came home. Fill in the blanks. So, R.I.P. William, albeit off-screen. So, that's the big storyline of this episode, but there is a bunch more stuff that happens. So, 
Stan's new boss, having only been in counterintelligence for like five minutes and already being pissed off about everything, talks about, uh, uh, just sits down with Arcady and has this huge yelly rant about how he put a bug in his predecessor's office, uh, seduced and married his secretary, and now this thing with William, and the murder of Gad, mind you. So, this guy basically says, enough of enough is enough. I'm not going to take this anymore. You've already put me on my, uh, on my last legs. You already have me on thin ice. I'm pissed. You're deported. So, Arcady, this man who has been a constant at the Residentura since season one, is now being... Deported. Fun. How fun. And, and they put it in a much nicer way. They call it expelled from the country. But really, they just deported his ass. So there goes Arcady's career in America. Womp womp. And that's not the only major departure from the Residentura. We also have Oleg finally making the very mature, I must say, decision of, okay, my mother's not doing so well. She's kind of going nutso over the loss of my brother. I should go home. I should go back to Russia. This isn't that important. I need to spend time with her. I need to spend time with my family. I just need to be there for them. So he puts in his formal resignation at the Residentura. And by the way, both Arkady and Tatiana are like, you're a good son. Literally both of them say that. (laughs) Which is really... Funny to me. Oh, also, Tatiana, not getting Kenya. Because of Arcady's deportation. Which came about because of the whole William thing. Which came about because Oleg told Stan about the bioweapons thing. So, could say... Oleg just cost her her dream job. Oops! <laughs> yeah, so she now has to stay on as like an acting resident, as an acting resident in America. Then the new resident will come in, and then she has to stay on for continuity. So no Kenya for her. Again, womp womp. Uh, also, as long as we're talking about Russian people. We meet Philip's son. 
eat Philip's son! Holy crap! <laughs> so this... This kid, who up until this point has only been just a thing that's gotten mentioned. Now, we have met him. And we meet him in a Russian prison, by the way. Because apparently he's been criticizing the war in Afghanistan. And the Soviets are like, hey, no, no likey that. But he gets released. And he goes to see his grandfather. And he gets some stuff left for him by his mother. And by the way, they never flat out say, my father is Philip Jennings. They just give you enough information for you to realize, oh shit, this is Philip's son. Like they talk about how he got pulled out of Afghanistan. They talk about, oh, you must have some friends if you're getting released. And then they call him Misha and you're like, hey, isn't Philip's name Misha? Huh. And then the grandfather talks about uh, Misha's mother getting arrested and you're like, huh, didn't Philip's ex get arrested and right when you're thinking this couldn't be no it can't nah nah couldn't possibly be just when you're starting to think that misha says man i i need to find my father all i know about him is he is a travel agent in america the exact of Philip, this is Philip's goddamn son, and he's gonna try to find him in America. Oh my god! <laughs> like that on its own is a huge deal. Cause let's think about this. Let's say Misha gets to America. Let's say Misha finds Philip. If Misha comes to Philip's doorstep and is like Hey, Dad, I'm here from Russia. I'm your Russian son. That could blow up literally everything. That could blow up every single goddamn thing about this show. That could fundamentally change everything. Like, this puts Philip in the most precarious position he's ever been in, and he doesn't Know it. Goddamn. And then there's Paige. There's a few things that happen on the Paige front. Uh, She tells her mother she wants to learn some self-defense. Cool, cool. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Tim and Alice have the baby, and she goes to visit them. Aw, cute. Cute little, uh, cute little baby moment. Uh, then Stan walks in as Paige and Matthew are making out. Awkward. (laughs) And by the way, you don't see Stan walking in, but you see Paige and Matthew making out on the couch, Stan coming home, Stan being way too giddy. 
And then Paige and Matthew kind of sitting on opposite ends of the couch like, um, uh, 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 like very awkwardly. Like they look like two people who just got walked in on by one of their parents as they make out on the couch. <laughs> and, okay, Stan is way too invested in his son's love life. Way, way too invested. <laughs> Because Stan opens the door for Philip when he comes to pick up Paige. And he's just, like, smiling and being all excited that he walked in on his son making out with his neighbor's daughter. And he's making cracks about, like, oh, father the bride, you pay. Like, he's way too giddy about this. It's almost creepy how excited he is about this development. Stan's a creep. I just need to put that out there. So then Philip takes Paige and is like, okay, let's go home. And they're walking across the street and Philip's like, you cannot see him. And that's the end of the episode. And you kind of don't blame Philip for doing that because this is the son of an FBI agent And not just any FBI agent, the FBI agent who they're absolutely terrified at this point in the show is about to catch them. Because Stan's the one who caught William. And now, Philip and Elizabeth are like, oh no, do we have to leave? Do we have to go back to Russia? Like, and they're about ready to do this flight response, and then they start to calm down, like, okay, he came home, he didn't have, like, five FBI cars behind him, that's good. And now Paige is getting all cozy with that monster's son, and I say monster, it's in the eyes of the Jennings, uh, that, that asshole who's about to catch them's son... Who they think is about to catch them. And so of course Philip would have the reaction of, no, you can't see Matthew. I forbid it. And then, as I have said, the episode ends. Oh, also Philip gets up at Est and talks about how done he is with being a travel agent, quote unquote. That's not a big deal. Uh, I think uh, I, I, it was just worth mentioning. Okay. God, this season. This season's so great. It is absolutely phenomenal. Like, this is... This is a game changer. It really, really is. It completely shifts the fundamental nature of the Americans. Like, let's recap what happened this scene... This scene? This season. Nina dead. Martha gone. Gad dead. William dead. Paige fully drinking the Kool-Aid of the Jennings business. Getting closer and closer to just embracing the Jennings line of work. So much going on. Arcady getting deported. Oleg 
freaking uh, having his brother uh, being killed and having to go back to Russia. Like, there is so much going on in this season. And they have so many close calls to everything getting blown up. It is probably the most tense of all American seasons. It is maybe my favorite American season. It's so phenomenal. I love this season. It's so good. It's absolutely brilliant. I cannot praise it enough. Uh, Only two more seasons left. We're like two-thirds of the way done. Got like, what, a month's worth of content left? Yeah, last two seasons. A 13-episode season, a 10-episode season. That totals about a month, so... Maybe a little bit more. So, we're almost there. We are on the cusp. We are on the cusp of being done with the Americans. Oh boy. I cannot wait to talk about what happens in these last two seasons, because damn. Uh, If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 1. Talk to you then.